back to the spoiler cast, the podcast or the show or the live stream where we, um, <laughs> we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. But we might actually talk about that rule today. Anyway, my name is uh, Tobias. I am uh, I am the, the the founder, the father of this <laughs> show. And with me, as always, is my sister and trusty co-host, uh, Rebecca. Hello. Hello. And today, my friends, is a monumentous day. It is. Uh, uh, it is. It is quite quite an out of ordinary day it is uh, uh, so far the most exciting day of this year dare I say this decade because today a few hours ago the Snyder Cut was finally released after years years of anticipation Jesus you're screaming it was it was finally released and um, as I said back in 2019, when it was first um, announced, um, an- not announced, but it was first uh, confirmed, because I mean the Snyder Cut has been a thing like almost ever since the movie came out. The the first version of the movie, the hashtag release the Snyder Cut was a thing. Oh, almost, that's right. Almost all the way back to then. Um, and I, I was I was a big proponent of it um, almost from the beginning. As soon as I saw the the the, the hashtag, I was like, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Because the funny thing is, um, I'm, uh, uh, where was I? Yes, the first version of, of Justice League was one of the worst movies ever made. It was so terrible that I, I, I almost, <laughs> I forgot that it existed for a while. Like I said, I told you just before we yeah. started streaming. Um, and, and the fact that people for some reason, wanted a longer version because we all knew that the Snyder version of the movie was this, like... At first, it was going to be this three-hour epic and it was going to be two movies and all all that. And then we got this two-hour clunker of a movie and people wanted a longer version and I was like, hell yeah, we want a longer version. It's going to be even worse and it's going to be so (laughs) much more fun to watch. Just watch the, the, the Zack Snyder DCEU franchise crash and burn even more spectacularly. That was, that was my, um, uh, my, my feelings around the whole thing. So I was like, bring on the insanity, make it longer, make it worse. Let's do this. (laughs) Let's fucking do this. Yes. Um, and then, you know, People were like, no, there is no Snyder Cut. He never actually filmed anything other than those 10% that they said that they used in the original one. Um, that the Snyder Cut isn't real, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, then the, the, the cast of the movie started ha- using the hashtag release of Snyder Cut. Like in the beginning of 2019 or late 2018. Um, first, I think it was Jason Momoa and, uh, what's his name, Ray Fisher, who plays... Um, Cyborg, right? I think they started using the hashtag, and then the rest of the cast started using it, and then, <laughs> and then it became like a fucking movement. It was trending for a while. I don't know if you remember that. I do remember it vaguely, because yeah. I didn't really care back then, to be honest. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't really. I was just in in it for the meme. And, of course, if it ever releases, it was going to be so much fun to watch this terrible, terrible movie. Um, yeah. Well, now we have. Yeah, and th- now we have because 
in a, in a in a in a weird in a weird turn of events, the Hollywood actually listened to the audience and let Zack Snyder make the movie he wanted to make. The one the movie they said was unwatchable because that that was part of why they oh, um, right. they fired him. I mean, partly because you know he had to take some personal time because of his daughter. I don't know if you know that. No. She uh, she died during production. I think she was Is in a she car autumn? crash or something. Yes, uh, the the tag at the end for Autumn is for his daughter. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure it is. Um, so he used that. That was kind of used as a way to st- say, that, "Oh, I'm stepping down." But rumors say that he was fired because, well, he had made two terrible movies. First, he made Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Um, which never, they, you know, they never really became what Warner Brothers was hoping for. They were hoping for their own Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. And they're not that. No. <clears throat> they're no. not that. And we're going to get to that because we're not just going to discuss uh, the Snyder Cut. We're, we're going to talk about the uh, whole DCEU. And yeah. I guess more specifically this, so so to speak, Superman or Justice League trilogy, so to speak. Well, yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about the others as well. Um so yeah, they 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 wanted they wanted their Avengers, and and that's why they hired Joss Whedon, and I don't think all the blame should be on him. I mean, he had a half half a movie or less to work with and had to rewrite a script. That's right. He um, had to rewrite part of it, right, to make yeah, it no, fit. He, he write, yes, he to make it fit. He had to rewrite big parts of it. Yeah. Um, that's why Zack Snyder doesn't have screenplay credit on the Joss Whedon cut. He only has story credit. So to speak, um, and um, oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, you can you can definitely tell though when when rewatching it because I, I rewatched the Joss Whedon version as well. Um, you can definitely tell it's a Joss Whedon movie, and ha- <clears throat> having seen this Snyder cut, you can definitely tell that he he didn't care for the stuff that Zack Snyder had made. He just wanted to make his own version of it because they're very, very different. Yes. Like the the plot, the characteristics of the the, the heroes, um, uh, even the action, which I guess much of the action was what Zack Snyder had already shot because all the action scenes are there. There's not really any action added uh, except for they've extended some of the scenes. And he, And even that stuff was like cut down for some reason to make it more... Snappy, I suppose, by Joss Whedon. <laughs> Snappy, it just, and it just—it's just—it's so weird when watching them back to back. This is very confusing because I... Zack Snyder's Justice League on IMDb has obviously Zack Snyder as director. Mm. Justice League from 2017 also has Zack Snyder as director on IMDb. Yes, he received full credit. Um, huh. so probably. Probably a uh, a Directors Guild of America thing that oh that yeah maybe because it's it was his movie but he had they he had to step down and Joss Whedon came in to finish it even though he had to basically make a new movie yeah he, yeah okay well, that's so, confusing yeah very confusing and um, he's only is he credited at all as no he's not he's not credited at all anywhere as the uh, director. That's odd, but he is just win. Yeah, but he is credited as the um, as uh, screenplay screenwriter. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Chris Terrio. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, because that's confusing. Yeah, was, that's just confusing for me. But maybe I'm. I'm it is. But everyone, everyone knew. They just. I think it was just a formality for for legal reasons, basically, that they had to say, "Oh, Zack Snyder directed it." Yeah. Um. I guess. But everyone knew it was Joss Whedon. I mean, they came out and said it that we're replacing Zack Snyder because of you know, his daughter and yeah. whatnot. So everyone knew, but it was still, it was just, it's still gonna say, Zack Snyder. Um. Uh, I should also mention I watched them in the wrong order, so to speak. <laughs> I know because I had watched, I'd actually watched the Justice League movie several times, uh, but only once, uh, like properly. I watched it once when it was, it came out on Netflix pretty quickly after its uh, cinematic yeah, uh, run, so. so to speak. I think they just because that movie struggled so hard to make any money. So they just sold it as quickly as they could. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like so. out the following year. It was out on Netflix, I think. That's when I saw it in 2018. Um, did it? <clears throat> no, we never saw it in cinemas, did we? No, no. We completely skipped. That's I, I, true. I forgot, I forgot it existed. Yeah. I was like, I saw posters and then all of a sudden it was gone or I, I didn't. We did <laughs> see was... Batman versus Superman, though. Yes, and we saw Wonder Woman, and we saw yeah, Suicide Squad, I think we, we saw kind Man of, of Steel. chose to not see Justice League because we were both kind of disappointed by Bat- Batman vs. Superman, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, I w- I, I, we saw it at the Minion premieres. I remember I coming home um, and actually just sitting down and making my review when I still made videos in Swedish and being kind of positive about it, but I think it was just sleepy. Yeah, <laughs> because rewatching it later after that, I was like, "No, what is this trash?" Um, but anyway, um, like I said, I I watched today. I watched the Snyder cut, and then I was like, "Maybe I should watch the Joss Whedon one," just to maybe, see maybe the it's difference. not as terrible as I remember. <laughs> what are where? What are really the differences? And oh my lord, is there a difference? Oh yes. But let's let's uh, let's let's. Uh, Continue on. What did you think of the movie? First of all, what did you think of when you first saw the original, so to speak, um, Justice League? I don't even remember the first time I saw it. (laughs) I have no memory of when that was. Probably around the same time you saw it. Probably when it came out on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I I do remember it not fitting with the style of... uh, the previous DC Universe hero, whatever. Yeah. Because DC Especially is, Man of Steel and, yeah, and Batman Yeah, specifically Superman. those two. But, but DC in general is... I'm comparing it to Marvel because you can't not compare can't it to not. Marvel. I'm, I'm going to say we're going to try not to. Yeah, but you have, or at least I'm not going to try to. Uh, the, the big, the big one is that you have... Um, uh, Marvel is colorful... colorful kind of i want to say soft it's like soft edges more it's light little... in some Wait, way you mean, you mean like visually or you mean the style both of it okay <laughs> it's a little fuzzy it's, it's it seems more childish i guess and then you have the dc universe oh who seems now, more now people are going to call you uh, a dc fanboy i'm not that was, saying that dc's that... better because of that <laughs> okay i'm because yeah, because that's that was always the thing like Oh, uh, DC fanboys think they're so mature because their movies are dark and they have rain in them. Yeah, and, and they and they were always calling Marvel movies, "Ooh, they're children's movies." And I mean, that's even the not comic books, fair. though. 
Even huh? in the comic books, though, you have that difference. The DC comic books are all very much darker and gloomier and grimmer. Well, at least, uh, at least uh, the Batman and Detective Comics. Superman has always been kind of cheery, actually. That is kind of an uh, there, there, that is a very Zack Snyder take on on Superman. I guess I remember Superman as being kind of darkish. Darkish, I suppose. Compared Maybe. to, I mean, I haven't read that much of the comic books. No, not me. For either. me, for me, my for me, Superman is always going to be uh, uh, the new adventures of uh, Lois and Clark. Do you remember that show uh, when Dean Cain played the Superman? Oh yeah. And um, what's her name? Is it uh, like Lois Lane? <laughs> yeah, T- Terry Hatcher plays Lois yeah. Lane. <laughs> I want to say her name is Lois Lane as well, the actress. No. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Hatcher. And that's always going to be my Superman. That's true. That is that is the original Superman for me. Yeah, because it came and out then, in the middle of the 90s. So and I then was like Smallville. six, seven when I saw it or something. And huh? then Smallville. After yeah, that. I was never a big fan of Smallville. No, I, but I, I watched it for a while. But yeah. When I came home from own... school, that was on like yeah. Channel 5 or whatever. Um, yeah. But there is a sense of, of DC being slightly darker and grimmer while Marvel is brighter and, I'm not going to say cheerful, but less it's, grim it's at more, least. It's more... Um, Colorful, just know, in general. I don't know how to... Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how to say it in, in English. Clem, check. Yeah, I don't know what that translates to. It's a little to. like... Uh, Hey, what do you say? What do you know? Yeah. Uh, the, the whole the whole the whole franchise feels like it's um it's it's very it, it takes after Tony Stark's personality, yes. especially in the first movies. Yes. And it's, then it it's, just it's hey man, spiraled. I'm cool. and Not everything. Edgy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the the main protagonists uh, Iron Man and Batman kind of set the tone for the entire yes. universe. Yes. On each side. So <sighs> I, I'm not even sure where I was going with all this, but the the original Justice League feels more Marvel than DC. Yes, and that's because, because Joss Whedon jo- yeah. uh, was the big creative force behind uh, the, Marvel the early movies. Uh, Marvel movies. I yeah. mean, technically, technically, that's Kevin Feige. He's always been there in, from the beginning, and I think that's why they all have like this this unified look because they've always had a goal that they're working towards. Which is good in a way. Yeah. In a way, that's very good. And I, I think Kevin Feige is a very, very good producer. Um, and even even the movies where, where Joss, Whedon, Joss Whedon isn't involved, he they have the same kind of feeling of his his work. The style, um, ju- the style just works. It, it, yeah, it's... and I think that's why they hired him then to do to make uh, the, the Avengers movies. Yeah. Because um, he made the first two Avengers movies. Oh, that's um, right. I think yeah. he's involved as a producer in some other movies. Yeah. Um, and a bunch he, of he episodes made, made... of Shield. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Well, yeah, he's the creator because... technically. Yeah, because he made um, he made Buffy the Vampire Slayer and yeah. Firefly and Serenity. So and that that definitely shows in in those movies, and then also in later movies, even when he's not involved. Um, yeah. And. Uh, but that's that's the only reason I have that Justice League 2017 is it just feels like the odd man out. It doesn't yes. feel like it fits in at all. Now there are other DC movies that don't feel like they fit into the the whole universe with the darkness and Batman and all that stuff. Yeah. Cuz I mean 
like specifically Shazam doesn't feel like it's the same universe. It doesn't feel like it has to no. anything to do with DC except for I think they mention Aquaman like once or something. No, they mentioned Batman. Okay, maybe it's Batman. Uh, yeah. The 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 kid Freddy or whatever his name is, the the kid with the crutches. Yeah, he the has friend. a batarang that he found at a crime scene. Yeah, that's true. And um, they do talk about Superman, and Superman technically shows up in the end, even though it's not the yeah. Cavill. But you see the suit. <laughs> true, but um, like if you skip yeah, those it's, two it's details, different. it could have been a, just a random superhero movie that didn't have any connection yes. with any of the universes. Yes. And the same thing with uh, the Wonder Woman movies. Yeah, um, they could have been separate. They, they feel they feel much more like hopeful and happy, and I, just I, colorful. Which in general. yeah, which does fit the character, you know. Yes. So, but that that that's why a, a Justice League movie never felt as like oh, of course we're gonna make a Justice League movie as a, an, an Avengers movie because the Justice League are all so different from each other. Dark and gloomy Batman, uh, yeah. kind of a kind of a like a witty and and a, a, like um, uh, uh, I don't know jokey kind of a Flash character, Ugh, the same yeah. sort of with um, uh, Aquaman, and then Wonder Woman is one Woman, I suppose. And I I've never read any <laughs> Cyborg stuff, so I don't know what he is like. Otherwise, no. No, they um, all have very different personalities and and yes, styles. As characters, which which then, of course, works when you know you have different kind of personalities having to in a team, yeah, work in a team, yeah, sure. But it also makes for what feels like kind of awkward conversations, and uh, like it doesn't feel like they would be able to coexist or work together in certain things in certain ways. Yeah. But, um. Uh, let's let's then, because I guess that's that's how it feels in Joss Whedon's uh, Justice League. Let's uh, let's talk. What did you think of the Snyder Cut? I did like it better. Yes, for starters, okay. it's too long. Definitely, way you think too, it's too long. long. No, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that anything should be cut out specifically. But I do believe you could have put some of the scenes in the Justice League movie and just added them into, uh, for Wonder Woman, some of the uh, Amazon scenes could have been added to Wonder Woman instead. Um, or just, I don't know, it feels like you could have reconfigured it a bit. But they place in different times, that wouldn't work. Not all of them. Yeah. No, it, it, uh, maybe I'm confused, but to be honest, it felt like parts of them took place as southern other parts in the other movies took place. Okay. Anyway, it felt confusing Can in that sense. All right. Yeah, 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 I, 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 I won't. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, either way, it just felt like you could have reconfigured some of the storylines to fit better and separate. So it wasn't four hours long. And also, I don't give a crap about the backstory for Flash. So cut everything about him out. <laughs> okay. Because I, I don't like the Flash. Specifically, not this one. Okay. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anything more? Anything else? Uh, 
I didn't like the changes to the music. Some of it, at least. You hate me right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay you know what? I mean, just we're, we're kind of <laughs> polar opposites, almost. No, but I I didn't like specifically uh, Wonder Woman's theme. They changed that too much. I didn't like that. Yeah, they used they used less of of her theme. Um, they like added some other more ethereal. More yeah, something it, else, and then added some of the guitar afterwards. Like, why? Just keep the guitar. It's awesome. Mm, sure. Yeah. Fair enough. But in in for the most part, I didn't like it. It's okay. just it was a bit of a hassle to watch four hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like, I was hoping to do it this this morning or t- um, in the in the in at midnight. Yeah. So I I, st- I stayed up until it the clock said oh midnight now it's eighteenth. Yeah. And I stayed up for like forty minutes, just waiting, reloading uh, HBO. Like, where's the fucking movie? And it never happened. And then I saw someone had tweeted and asked HBO. I asked too, but you know they can answer in the middle of the night. Yeah. So some someone had asked earlier in the evening, and they said, "Oh, it's gonna be up this morning." Yeah, I, like, I googled oh, it no. and I found. Uh, I googled oh, okay. it at like six this morning. It's like when when is it released? Like how soon oh, can okay. I watch it? It's like oh, oh eight oh one, in yeah. Sweden. I was like. Why? So I st- I started watching it around around like uh, I don't know eight eight fifteen or something, which then only gives me like twenty twenty five minutes before I have to start working. Yeah. So I so I then watched it like, which is a, it's a bad way to watch a new movie, but it kind of works. I watched it while I was working, which my job lends itself pretty well to that. Um, but I do have to pause. Yeah. Pretty often. But I, I still think I got a, a pretty clear vision of the movie. So I'm just saying, I, I, if I, if I were to watch it in one long sitting, maybe you know, I wouldn't enjoy it as much. But I don't think so. No, I, I don't think. I don't think you'll enjoy it less. I don't think you'll enjoy it less. But I do think it might be difficult to actually sit down for four hours straight and watch it. I think that maybe. you'll take those. Um, what was it called? The chapters or whatever it said? Yeah, the chapters. You might take chapters. those as those screens, those screen caps where it says chapter one, whatever. Yeah. You might pause. Maybe. And I mean, that's maybe not how everyone, every single one. But, you know, towards the end at least, like, okay, I'm going to pause, make sure I go to the bathroom, fill up my snacks kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, oh, quickly before I say what I think about it, other than <laughs> how I watch it. From on a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? I mean, I don't have any real problems with it, but the length does does give it a big minus. I'm not a fan of long movies. Okay. Even though this one didn't have any dulls, like it didn't have any downtime that felt so unnecessary. Yeah, it's still it's four hours. It's still four hours long. It still has certain things that nitpicking that bothers me so I'm not gonna give it like a amazing score but maybe a six six and a half at least I think okay. you're you oh my god I hate your face I, right now <laughs> <laughs> um yes I I what quite would you en- say um yes I quite enjoyed it um, obviously I can tell oh, <laughs> yes you can tell 
I would, I would, uh, I would go as far as to say it's the best DC movie, DCEU. Yeah. Not the because it's it's still it's still a comic book movie. It's it's uh, it's superheroes in 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 capes and tights yes. running around killing space bugs. It's 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 ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> but as a comic book movie, um. As, especially, specifically as a DC movie, DC EU movie, I think it's the best one. Uh, I think it's even better than Shazam, and for a while Shazam was my favorite because it it felt very genuine. Um, and I w- I would say I mean even as a regular movie, I would say it's pretty good, pretty damn good even. Yeah, um, I mean, because... I've seen worse, <laughs> definitely. Oh yeah, I've definitely seen worse. Oh my god, <laughs> just you know. Uh, yeah, and the like I said, the length wasn't an issue for me, and that that that's 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 and we've had this discussion before, so we're not gonna talk too much about it. But that's that's so weird. People would would see this like, oh, four hours. I'm not gonna watch a four hour movie, but they'll binge ten episodes of a you know hour yeah. uh, TV show. Um. But then again, it's because they can. Oh, they can stop between each episode, whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't mind long movies as long as they're con- con- continually, continuously engaging. Yes. Which I, which I find is a problem with, let's say, Man of Steel. Man of Steel is about two fifteen or something. Jesus Christ, that that feels longer, especially towards the end. It feels longer. Yeah, it has more dull moments and downtime uh, that just yes. it's just lull. Just cut it. And then it's just headache inducing in the end. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, um, but I I think all the characters got uh, their their own you know fifteen minutes so to speak. Yeah. They had the all, all the characters felt fleshed out, um, and even even if you think that oh maybe we don't really need a backstory for the Flash, maybe, um, which I think his was technically shortest. I think so. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, even in the the longer version of the movie, so to speak. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's like nothing. In, in, in just the, yeah, in the first one <laughs> is uh, you, like you one have seen. I think you have two scenes. You have the one he where his, he visits uh, his, his father, yeah, and then you have the one where Batman comes and get him. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's I about it. That and yeah. then you have him with the team. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I, I I think it is important because that's what was lacking in the original. Uh, you you had no idea who who Cyborg or her Flash was, um, and uh, unless you'd watched Wonder Woman, which we'll get into that how how I think this is actually a trilogy and not a franchise. If you hadn't watched Wonder Woman, you had no idea who Wonder Woman is. No, Here that's you get true. an idea because we have more scenes from Themyscira. We have more scenes with the uh, the other Amazons. We have um, uh, not much more with her alone, but there is some stuff, more stuff, when she's in Greece and you know, yeah, uh, uh, goes to the ruins. There's some more stuff, and there's definitely more, more um, meaningful interaction between her and Batman or Bruce Wayne. Yes. Because um, all the interaction they had in the in the Joss Whedon one is just exposition. That's <laughs> yeah. another thing we'll get to. <sighs> um, same thing with uh, uh, um, uh, Aquaman. When uh, when this came out, we didn't have an Aquaman movie, so they had to flesh him out as well. True. Which they do a piss poor job of, but here they have the time. They take the time to flesh him out, and. Um, 
Yeah. I'm trying really hard to, to not talk about Marvel here, but <laughs> I, I think this is a better way to do it than to give each person their own movie. Yes. Even though even though it becomes a super long four-hour movie, it's better to do it this way than to give each person a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Another thing that works better in the DC, just the last thing I'm going to compare with Marvel, DC have... At least the DCU that we have now on in movies have yeah. so there's fewer characters. Oh yes, fewer that characters. helps e- enormously. Marvel in, has e- too many characters that all have their own movies, and more than one mostly. Yeah. So they have just too many main characters. Doesn't work. E- yeah, even in even in the first Avengers movie, there are I think there is six Avengers plus the entire Shield team and yeah. everything. And they all here have there are six characters. Yeah, here there are six characters. That's it. And, I guess uh, you could count Alfred. Yeah, Alfred. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and then you have technically uh, 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 what's it called? Um, uh, a Beatle. Um, yeah, he's a, yeah he's a he's a, a side supporter. Character. Yeah, supporting, yeah, supporting character. character. And we do have other support characters as well. Yeah, but, but they're, they're not... They're not, they're not constantly in the movie, no. all over the movie, all and the time. And you don't have to have their background. Yeah. The way you get in Marvel. Yeah. yeah. That, that's gonna probably going to be the last comparison I do. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. I'll, I'll, I'll have to make a few more, but I'm, I'm going to try not to. But so, so I, I, like I said, I think this formula works better. Yes. I'd rather see... One or two really long movies than eight kind of regular long movies. Yeah. You know? Um, because you know, then because then it doesn't feel like they're just making movies to sell tickets. They're actually telling the story. Yes. In as many chapters or as many movies as you need. Yeah. But looking at um, the DC movies yet to be released, because I, I found a I list know, on yeah. uh, where am I? Uh, Games Radar, too. Okay. I had to I had to look up in which order to watch the movies because I didn't remember <laughs> when each <laughs> one was released or whatever. Yeah. So I have seen all of the released DCU movies this week. I started this, on Monday. That's a lot. <laughs> I watched an, an approximate of uh, three to four movies a day. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, perks of working from home. Yeah, I have to say. Still, still. Um, today I watched three, including. <laughs> Snyder cut four hour Justice League. <laughs> I started at six o'clock this morning. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Um, I skipped Shazam though, because that's the only movie that I I remember. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, I saw it as recent as like last December, I think. I think I saw I, it I, twice when it I came to I actively rewatched that movie because it's good. I haven't actively rewatched it since I saw it in theaters, but I did see it twice in theaters. So, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I saw it with you, and then I, yes. I, I convinced my boyfriend to go see it as well. Okay. Um, so that's the only one I skipped. But again, I, I remember the story, and it doesn't have as much of an impact on Justice League as no. any I mean, of the other movies. I yeah, guess... all the movies that came after Justice League doesn't really have an impact. No, but I mean, like, Aquaman is in Justice League. It feels oh, yeah, sure, sure. good to include him. And the new Wonder Woman, I hadn't seen it yet, so... yeah wanted to see that one uh, and to be fair uh-huh. watching them in this order with justice lee being the last movie yeah 
kind of makes more sense than Justice League being the middle. I guess. Because, I mean... Aquaman I'm, technically takes place after. Yeah, technically, it doesn't work that way. But it, but it makes, doesn't feel like it. No, and it makes more sense because you already have more fleshed out histories of the characters. You didn't really need then to have Aquaman yeah. be this... I mean, you don't get too much too much exposition that doesn't make sense in in uh, the Snyder Cut yeah. with Aquaman. You, you get some scenes with uh, Mira that just kind of weird, but that's the actress's fault. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't mean. I, I, I thought of it, and then I just no. Nope. No, I just thought of her accent a- actress, and the character. fact that her hair no. is a different color. Yeah, everything is more gloomy. <laughs> yeah, but like it's not even red. It looks like washed out pink well yeah it's weird and her accent became sort of british ish yeah she had an accent i i, I don't know i don't know weird that was and that's weird. another problem with dceu there's, there's no consistency yeah. if you're gonna make a franchise that would be consistent but whatever i mean they try they have the same actors at least <laughs> yeah <laughs> then the, yeah. the that that actor can continue playing the character the same way that's not their problem well it is but yeah. you know can't do much about it no um but i did i did prefer watching justice league as the last movie okay even though yeah. technically timeline doesn't work yeah, yeah yeah but i think they mentioned steppenwolf once in aquaman if they didn't do that it could have been a prequel yes it ha- it only like because it almost it almost it almost feels like it is and they just they just said, ooh, Steppenwolf, because they had to, because it technically is the same universe. But other than that, it feels completely detached from, uh, the, from the only Justice thing, League, so to speak. Because in the Snyder Cut, they explain how he gets the, the, the Aquaman suit thingy and his trident. But he doesn't have that in in Aquaman. No, yeah. He does have the, his mother's trident. Yes. But, but he doesn't have the suit. So if he had it in in Justice League, why doesn't he have it in Aquaman? That's what I'm saying. The consist. I, the well, that's why it could have worked with Justice League yeah, being the last one. I'm, and 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 uh, I think that's the only movie well, that actively takes place after. Because yes. Wonder Woman 1984 obviously both takes are place before 84. Yeah. yeah. Suicide Squad is technically no. That's after Batman vs Superman. Yeah, but they they don't have an impact on the story at all. No, Their characters all. aren't in it. The, same with Birds of Prey. Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, and Shazam could technically not have been in the DCU, and it wouldn't yeah. have made a difference. The only character that you get now is... Well, can I spoil? It's in the trailer, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, it is. Yeah, the, the, the Joker. Yes, yes. He is... In, like, technically a scene? Yeah, it's almost like, in, again, like in Suicide Squad, they, like, forgot about him and, like, oh, shit, yeah. uh, let's make a scene where he's in the movie. At first, I didn't think it was the same actor. It was like, it doesn't look like Jared Leto. It is. It's just it's very, very different makeup. <laughs> yeah. It, and it he kind of looked like, as, um, well, he's a little more restrained. Yeah, it looked like a skinny Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> <laughs> with makeup <laughs> yeah sort of um, maybe that's a compliment I'm not sure <laughs> so 
it's but, but, uh, yeah yeah to 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 this because <laughs> i'm not sure where you're going with with mentioning all the other movies and what what order you're watching them. but what i'm what i would say then is because what it sounds like uh you describing that the movies kind of feel uh, disconnected and that doesn't yeah. fit like he doesn't he has to suit here but it doesn't have it here that's because I, this was not supposed to be a franchise from the beginning no, and you can tell. And that, that's that's actually like not just rumors or whatever. That's actually proven. Zack Snyder had a a vision for uh, a a Justice League series, so to say. He wanted to make Man of Steel. Then he wanted to make Man of Steel two to kind of flesh out the character more, because the first one is kind of just an origin story. True. Um, and then he wanted to make Batman vs Superman, which was gonna be more. Batman centric, but they said no. We go directly to Batman vs Superman, um, and then I'm not sure, but I think he wanted to make a Batman solo movie, yeah, and then a Justice League movie. Cause, cause his, that would have made plan, more sense. Yeah, his plan was to always introduce the other heroes in the uh, either Batman or Man of Steel movies. Yeah, and that would have made more sense. Yes, and but instead we got. Uh, we got a, an Aquaman movie. We got a Suicide Squad movie for some reason. We got two oh. Wonder Woman movies. We got a Shazam movie, which once again I'm grateful for that because Shazam is great. Yeah, yeah. But still, um, it, it didn't need there... to be released as part of this. No, it could have just was, been a DC re- release. It didn't it was, have to be a DCU. DCU. Yeah, I, I mean, if, so he wanted to make more movies, but I think it. Uh, when they like started, when they when they started all the whole thing, I it was supposed to be a trilogy. It feels like a trilogy: yeah. Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, and Justice League. Because yeah. they they are the only ones that have the same director. Okay, no, the Wonder Woman has the same director, Patty Jenkins. But you know, yeah, but they're separate from those three. <laughs> they're separate, exactly. So they these all have the same director, um, the same producer, because they're all produced by Zack Snyder and uh, Christopher Snyder. Nolan. Yeah, Deborah Snyder, Christopher Nolan, and Emma Thomas, his wife. Yeah. Um, and except for Man of Steel, I think Chris Terrio has written. Yes, he wrote both Batman vs Superman and um, Justice, uh, Justice League, League yeah. together with uh, Zack Snyder. And that's why th- those three feels the most. You know, they they feel like they fit. They're coherent. Story wise, yeah, they're coherent. They fit on a on a on a stylistic level. And on a, a like writing level, um, because it's the same people writing it, and they have the same mood. They're all you know, it's dark, it's edgy. Because yeah. that's Zack Snyder. Um, and it if they just stuck to that, I think people liked it more. If if they let Zack Snyder make the movie he wanted to make, because that's also something we have to discuss. Man of Steel was, from what I understand, mostly the movie he wanted to make. Now, that is kind of boring. Yeah. Um, I liked it, like, a couple percent more this time. <laughs> but I still I still almost fell asleep during the end because I, I couldn't focus. Because when, when him and Zod fight in Metropolis, it's, it's just like, oh, oh, it's like... It's like static. Yeah. It's insane. It's not enjoyable. No. But I think the way they have designed his backstory is interesting, even though sometimes it feels like, oh, just get on with it. Yeah. It works. It's like a, for me, it's a a strong five out of 10. It's not a terrible movie, except for the ending, which kind of drags it down a little bit. I, 
think the problem with um, Man of Steel, well, DC in general, is that we've seen so many renditions of these characters already on screen. That's true. So we That's already true. know the the background stories because mm. we've seen it in ten different ways already in TV shows and movies for most yeah. of the main characters. Yes. Um. So it, the man, so Man of Steel is kind of like you said just get on with it we've seen this we know add something new maybe like you do they add some more of the the kid scenes like when he's a child and when he's a teenager they add more to him as a character sure but we already know that he's just a simple farmer boy who wants to make everyone happy yes yes and then Um, accidentally seems to be the strongest person in the universe yeah, um, and we'll we'll get to because there there is uh, I think there is actually a theme to to the movies that that you you kind of you kind of miss because of all the other movies. If it was just these three <laughs> movies, it would be much easier. Because I think all three movies have distinct themes. But anyway, we'll get to that. Um, uh, so you have you have Man of Steel, kind of works, kind of, um, kind of works. But then you have Batman vs Superman. And I didn't I didn't rewatch the theatrical cut, but I did I did rewatch the ultimate edition because I'd seen that way back when it came out. The ultimate edition I don't know which one you watched. I think I watched the ultimate edition actually. It's it's like three hours yeah. and two minutes or something. Yeah, okay. It that one once again it was it was Zack Snyder being first told, No, you can't make your movie <laughs> and then it, it it sucked, everyone said no, Batman vs Superman, terrible. Yeah, and and then they said, "All right, you can make your version, but on Blu-ray." Yeah, so we'll they still monitor scenes. you. Yeah, exactly. And I don't one... remember the original cut though. No, I mean, I've 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 seen it in the theater. I think that's it, and then yeah, I saw probably. the ultimate edition next time. Yeah, and I was I was I was a little worried while I was watching it because. I kind of liked it <laughs> this time. The first time I watched the Ultimate Edition, I didn't like it. I was like, no, this is just longer, same movie, boring, boring. This time, I kind of liked it. And that like that that made me question my my uh, like ability to to, uh, to judge movies. Uh, w- judge movies cuz like why why do I like this? Now, the movie has a lot of problems still. Once again, kind of like Man of Steel, the ending is is too much. The whole fight yeah. with uh, with Doomsday, the monster. It's yeah. just like, why does he have to destroy everything? Why are there ninety six thousand explosions all the time everywhere? Yeah, I think Can that we is. Stop? Can that, we slow down? That's the main issue with at least the two first two. Um, well, Snyder in general, I think Zack Snyder has an issue yeah. of destroying things in yes. his movies. Not destroying like the movies, but. He likes to make big messes. Yes, and here he had the the hmm. the means to like destroy cities. So yeah, he's like, why not? Because it seems like Superman in in Man of Steel, as the the very good farmer boy he is, wouldn't his yeah. goal be to like lure the people out over water or something? Yeah, so they can't destroy. That's the big argument everyone had of of properties and killing so many by accident even but yeah. then again you would lose some of the plots for Batman versus Superman and yeah and while most most people say and that's probably true that the whole Batman versus Superman is like a reaction to what happened yes. in Man of Steel 
it's, Technically it's, it's it probably, is. I, yeah, and, and I don't think that was planned. I think that's mostly an afterthought because they were they got so much criticism for all the destruction. But I also think that that was part of the plan because it, they were always going to make a Batman vs Superman movie, so they had to pit them against each other for some reason. Yeah. So you know it works. Um, but yeah, back to Batman vs Superman. The problem with the theatrical cut was that it was it didn't feel coherent. It felt like they had like just cut up they had all the scenes and then they just took the scenes the the the, the, the negatives and just threw them up in the air and the way they landed <laughs> that's they, how they um, made the movie that's that's how they made the movie except for the beginning and the end yeah um because it feels like some scenes are just there and they don't fit in at all they're all the the old the the the, the dream that uh, uh batman has both yeah. dreams but that's especially the one where he thingy. he said He's he's attacked by like a vampire thing in his uh, parents' crypt. It's like, oh, wh- wh- where was that yeah. there? Because it's in the middle of something else. It's so weird. Yeah, that, and um, it serves no purpose. Yes. At all. It does. I mean, it is character building. Yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't have to be. You could have that fear, because I'm guessing it has to do with vampires being bats and, and he's afraid of the dark kind of ba- back to that thing the original Batman origin yeah you don't he have fears to, bats yeah you don't have to have it a, have it be a vampire no in it's his parents crypt it could still be like a scene where he falls into a bat cave I mean they do have that as well but you know yeah but the thing is in the ultimate edition um, they flesh out first of all they flesh out um, Lex Luthor's plot. Yes. Because that makes that makes no sense in the theatrical edition. It's just like, why why is he doing what he's doing? It's still kind of you, you're not really sure what his ultimate goal is. Because first it's like, oh, I'm gonna prove to you that Superman is 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 bad be- because he he hates God or he hates authority figures. Yeah. Because he talks about him him being abused by his father and stuff. But then he creates an even stronger monster, which only Superman can defeat. And it's kind of like, why did you do that? Because he's a child who hasn't been played with, and he just wants toys. <sighs> yeah, but they they do they do they flesh out the steps he takes to actually get to where Batman and Superman fight with uh with uh, the hired uh, the hired the Russian guy with a flamethrower, him yeah. going around. Um, and we get the scenes where where we the 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 lady from the African village, um, we actually find we find out more about her. We have more scenes with her. Yeah, the plot makes more sense, and I would even say that it actually works. It's still convoluted, unnecessarily convoluted. Yes, but it, it works. works. Yeah, and that that and the fact that he's pitting Bruce Wayne verse against Clark Kent works it all works and in the end it is a coherent movie now people say oh just because it's coherent that doesn't mean it's good and no it still has problems <laughs> yeah it has a lot of problems most movies For one, do. <laughs> i don't like the cinematography there's a bunch of handheld like sh- shaky cam like why it doesn't fit no. and not like in the fights like in scenes where people are just talking just to give it a sense of more reality but it doesn't fit yeah it's like it's supposed to give you some sort of that you're close or or yeah actually near the character for me it doesn't work at all no um and um 
yeah, the, the ending, like I said. But other than that, other than that, yeah, it's not the strongest because it is a little too convoluted and um, S- Superman, it, fe- it feels like the movie should focus much more on Batman and the whole Superman part of it um, feels like either it needed to be more fleshed out, him having like doubts about being a hero, or they should almost like cut him completely and have him be this this strange figure that that Batman like uh, um, not looks up to, but you know stalks or whatever. Yeah, it should have been a Batman centric movie. Yes, it feels Superman- like they tried, but then kind of realized like, oh no, it's called yeah. Batman versus Superman. We have to add more Superman. Exactly. But you don't, because you already have a Superman movie. Yes. Yeah. Um. But like, like I said, all of that works better in the ultimate uh, cut, and I actually liked it. And we'll, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to build up without having like a, a notes or a script. I'm trying to build up to why, um, when having watched the Snyder cut, because I haven't said it yet. I started writing a, a review for the movie. I'm going to make a proper review. And I'm also going to make another live stream with uh, Christopher. We're going to make a commentary track. That's more of the, the, the Snyder cut specifically, right? Yes. Yes. This is yes. the DCEU in general, yes. I guess. Um, but now having watched the Snyder cut, everything, everything that was so weird with Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman, for me, it makes sense. Yes. It finally makes sense, and it's not just like oh, finally. It's more like oh, oh uh, there was a there was a vision for the whole thing. That's where you were there, going with it. There was a reason <laughs> for it all, and it's not just okay, good. It's actually wow. For me, it was a. It was while I was watching the um, the credits for the Justice League, I was just like, oh, I, 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 I get, I get it. it. <laughs> No, like seriously, I I like just wrote the first lines of the review. What was it I wrote? <laughs> uh, finally, finally, it all makes sense. Was the first I wrote <laughs> the first thing I wrote. Um, yeah, but that was that's what I was trying to say in the beginning when I was saying that Justice League shouldn't be watched in the middle; it should be watched in the end. Yes, because. Well, you don't have to watch everything else in between as well, but you know, no. seeing Justice League Snyder cut as the last movie made so much sense because you understand where everything was going. Yeah, um, and especially especially this trilogy yes. makes sense. Um, and and here here's the big thing why I think uh, especially Batman vs Superman actually is kind of a good movie now <laughs> because before all you had was Zack Snyder's style his his very stylistic way of, of filming or yes. making movies now all people don't like that I've always been a fan of his style yeah. ever since ever since back in in, in um, Dawn of the Dead I, I like um, most of his movies because of the style he makes them the style in. yes yes um, the only very... one I really do, well well <laughs> We get we get now now we get to talk pre Man of Steel and post Man of Steel pre Man of Steel I like all of his movies except for Sucker Punch not even I could like that no it's it's a bad movie yeah still looks but it, good but it's a bad yeah movie. exactly it looks cool <laughs> yeah. but the story is just what 
Yes. <laughs> um, so I've always been a fan of his style. So that the style never bothered me in, in Batman vs. Superman. No. It, it felt... What it was was that it felt very different. It didn't feel like a comic book movie because we were so used to seeing... Uh, the Marvel movies, yes, or even like uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies, which are so different because they're so grounded and mm-hmm. realistic. Um, yeah. While Zack Snyder's movies are so, you know, they're so stylistic. Yeah. And and people people like wrote that off as edgy, like it's edgy because it's always raining, it's always dark, it's always like muscly men punching each other. But that's what he does. That's what he does exactly, and that's 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 when I realized that. Because people, yeah, people complain that they're gloomy, there are no jokes, and that's because that's what we know from Marvel movies. Yeah. And then I realized, and what, that that's when I realized what these three movies are, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and the this version of Justice League, what they are, they're honest. That's, that's the best way to explain it. They're honest. He had a vision for a story... Um, about 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 well, mainly Superman. Yeah. Uh, a story about a person finding their purpose, and then and then um, uh, uh, y- using that purpose to to better the world around him. That's that's yeah. basically what Superman is about. Well, yeah. Um, and we'll get into because there's there's different themes for each movie, but they they all go up to purpose, having yes. a purpose. Um, and. <laughs> no, I, I'm trying to say, say this in the best way possible. This is why I write scripts usually. Yes. Um, he never like he never tries to like trivialize the stories because well, it's a guy in in tights who's flying around, so let's have some fun with it. No. Um, he is he is he is taking the stories as seriously as you can, in spite of them being about silly superheroes. Yeah. Um. And and some people disagree with that, but I think it was his vision. And some would argue that, you know, superheroes are the, the modern myths. This is, uh, I think, made made popularized in the movie Unbreakable, you know, the um, oh, yeah. the Shyamalan movie, yeah. where, where Sam Jackson's character talks about them. Of course, you see silly comic books for children, but what they really are, retelling of myths. Um, the hero's journey, or even like ancient, like uh, Greek god myths and stuff. They're 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 um, which they're, they they're... definitely portray in this one in the yeah. Man of Steel trilogy. If they're that's the, what you they're, the, call they're it. the hieroglyphs that we're gonna leave behind for future civilizations yes. to find. And I always like scoffed at that because I was always like, no, they're just comic book movies. They're not real movies. Even even Christopher Nolan's movies are like they're just skirting the edge to being real movies because they're so realistic and grounded. Yeah. But now having seen these three, that's what Zack Snyder was always going for. He is he is he is telling a a mythical tale. Yeah. Um. That that which which is very uh it it ha- it's it's it's. And that's that's why it's he, he can't be silly about it. He can't like, he can't crack jokes. He I mean if there's jokes here and there of course. There's always I mean, going to be jokes. They, 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 they can't be Guardians of the Galaxy. No. They can't be they can't be um uh Joel Schumacher's Batman movies, you know, Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. They can't right, be yeah. that. You need to take the story seriously because he's telling a serious story. 
And that's what he's always done in his movies. I mean, compare this to 300. Oh, yeah. Compare this to Watchmen. Um, his movies are always very serious, and they're always very honest. He's never doing something ironically. He's never uh, doing something just because it's funny. He's doing it because it's the, the, it's the story he wants to tell. Yeah. And he's not going to... To, He's not going to um, compromise that. Compromise, by... exactly. He was forced to compromise. He was literally <laughs> fired from Justice League. That's why we got yeah. the Justice League we first got. Yeah, because he doesn't want to trivialize what the characters are going through just because they're wearing yeah. tights or yeah. they're half-naked men running around fighting wars. It's like, exactly. He doesn't matter. He That's not he, what the point is. He could have done this movie about just random characters, but they chose... Um, they they chose the 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 well known superhero characters because they are first of all well known. It is a way to make money. Yes, but it's also characters we already know. They're already mythical. So mm-hmm. to build to build his own myth around this, his own mythic story, just makes sense than to use Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman. Yeah, the oldest of superheroes, I think. The, the there are probably three, some other, but you know. the three original ones you'll think of. Yes. Specifically in DC, at least, yeah, or in general, to be honest. And having seen it now, it just it that that all made so much sense. Yes, because it always felt like, why is he making such a serious Superman, a Superman who is like pouty and doubting himself and snapping necks and you know, blowing up cities? That's still annoying. He didn't have to, yeah, (laughs) but still. Still, they gotta let that go. The goddamn ending of Man of Steel. I, I gotta say that. The way you're you're saying it all, it it makes sense to see superheroes this way, because why would superheroes just because they have extraordinary powers, why would they go through life so easily compared to regular humans? They they should still go through sorrow and doubt and and pain. Yeah, just because they're unbreakable is bad choice of word but bulletproof doesn't mean they don't feel no pain. they're strong because yeah. they're so strong you know they're still you know human yeah for the they most still part. have to have those reactions to the the their actions so sna- that snapping of the neck should feel horrible for him because it is a very active thing to do it's an active killing yeah and it's weird um, it would have been weird if he didn't react yes um, and then, and then people would argue, but yeah, but it's a, it's the same thing with the with the Marvel heroes that they they uh, they go through hardship and and um, uh, well, they rarely fight humans. Yeah, and towards the end, like toward, uh, before before Infinity War, they mostly fought each other. Yeah, which was always weird. And the, that's another that's another thing. We're gonna compare <laughs> again. I'm sorry, you brought it up. Yes, I know. I'm sorry, but I got to compare. Ever since Iron Man two, which is when they introduce other Avengers, because you have uh, Black Widow in that one. Yeah. And I, I, War Machine technically is an Avenger, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, the other Iron Man guy. They're always bickering. They're always like, even when they're supposed to be friends, they're always like, "Oh, I don't like you." Like Rhodey and and Tony Stark. They don't seem to like each other. I mean, they do like each other, but Rhodey is always annoyed with him. And and then when we get to Avengers, the first hour and a half is just about them 
trying to um, like uh, accept each other. Yeah. And then, and then you know, like, oh, we have to, we have to learn to work as a team. That's that was always a joke in in the Marvel movies as well, and in most comic book movies, they have to learn to work as a team and then sure. fight the bad guy. That's Suicide Squad as well. Um, it's technically thing, Batman versus Superman as well. It's Batman, yes, and it, it's in Batman versus Superman. But that's that is, uh, but in in Justice League, we have almost no internal conflict. They disagree slightly about uh, bringing <laughs> Superman back. Oh, wait. Oh, you said Justice League, oh, sorry. In, in, yeah, and in Snyder Cut. Snyder yeah. Cut. They do have a lot of disagreements in Joss Whedon's version, which just yeah. feels weird. Mm-hmm. They just hate each other because? It's so weird. Yeah. But in this one, it is them... They, 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 don't, they don't have conflicts between each other. What they do have, um, especially... Aquaman, Cyborg, and Flash. It's that they have internal conflicts with with themselves. Yes, they they're not sure they can actually you know step up to the plate and do this because they're not sure of themselves. But they all, all those three characters and Batman as well, because he he is a regular person among these basically gods. Yeah, him yeah. and and then um, uh, uh, Wonder Woman who who. It's always so optimistic. So she has the least growth in the movie because she's already like she's basically like Superman should have been. She's like, "Aha, just just do it." Yeah. Which but that works for that character. But uh, you know, it works because of where she grew up. Yes. All the characters, they find their purpose in Justice League. They realize that um in, instead of running away from their own problems, um they 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 learn to f- you know face them head on. Yeah, and, it, and it, it's not so much that they learn to work as a team. It's that they learn, uh, they learn to um, work as individuals in a team. Yeah, they learn to utilize their own strength to enhance the team instead yes, of just exactly. They're not just a team. They grow. Yeah, they don't just grow as a team. They grow as individuals, individuals yeah. as well. And I think that was, that was it was so refreshing to see. It's not groundbreaking. That is no. like screenwriting 101. <laughs> but it was so refreshing to see in a movie like this. In a superhero movie. In a superhero movie. The, the characters actually grew. The characters, they had arcs. And not an arc that spans 10 years and 15 sequels. One movie. <laughs> yeah. One movie, people. Four hours, but still one movie. <laughs> and it was so I was like, oh, oh, it felt like I was watching a movie. Yeah. And it was so enjoyable. And, uh, huh? <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. So... I'm 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 all over the place right now, but yeah. I, I think I think I think I think I'm now I'm now I've, I've explained the 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 theme of of uh, of Justice League. The the theme is uh, purpose with yeah. a dash of faith thrown in, but I think the big one is purpose. What is my purpose? Uh, yeah, the, the 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 characters asks themselves. Um, so and then and then. Let's kind of move on, at least for me, at least move on from Justice League. And I'll, I'll tell, I'll say my score. Yes, I already please. scored it. I scored it on IMDb, and I think I gave it an eight. Let me double that check. That wouldn't that. surprise me. Because this was like, 
Uh, my rating. Yeah, 8 out of 10. Because the only thing... Yeah, let's talk about the problems with... Okay, let's do that. Because there were problems. Yeah. First of all, I'm not really sure about the uh, picture format. The 4x3. I didn't understand why he wanted to have that. That is because technically when you watch um, IMAX, it is a square. The screen is so big that it is a sure. square. It doesn't feel like it, but it is. Sure. Um, and the original format of the 35mm, which they film on, is a square. And to make it widescreen, they actually cut off the top and the bottom. Yeah. So what he wanted to do was to show us all of the film he made, basically. And for it to work better on an IMAX screen. Screen. Problem is, it's probably never going to be shown on an IMAX screen. Since I watched it on my widescreen, so it became a square <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. It didn't bother me. I, I got over it. But I still think it was a weird choice. Because... It just seems for, unnecessary. For a, yeah, for a big epic movie like this, you usually use widescreen because it adds it adds depth to a picture. But I I get it. Yeah. And then another thing, most of the stuff in this movie um was either stuff he had filmed for the first version or was new stuff. They didn't yeah. really use any of the stuff they filmed for the first ver- uh, that Joss Whedon filmed. A couple of scenes though were used, and you notice that because they had to, like, squeeze those pictures to make them fit this 4x3 uh, format. I didn't notice that, so though. There was f- no, but it's, like, a few seconds here and there. Like, tw- I noticed it twice or thrice, I think. Where the, the ones towards the end when Batman flies the big ship towards the dome. Yeah. The ship just got smushed. It was like, <laughs> oh, what's happening? It looked so weird. That annoyed me. But I know they used some scenes, bec- but they just had to recolor them. Yes. Like when um, Superman has just awoken and he is back at the mo- monument for his yeah, himself. It's, it's much yeah. darker in this version. Yeah, but it seems yeah. like it's the exact same scene. It is the exact same scene. I think that's, once again, one of the scenes that Zack Snyder had already filmed. Yeah, probably. Um, and they added they added dialogue, and that's where we get the weird uh, uncanny mustache valley uh, in the Joss Whedon version. Yeah. Um, but then another another complaint. Um, uh, uh, it, it is a little much to have six people be fleshed out in one movie. Yes. I mean, they do mainly stick to Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman, but it's still a lot for one movie. But that is kind of alleviated by the runtime. Yeah, um, <laughs> I guess. And then the last thing is that as much as I like this movie, in the end, it's just too much CGI. I would have rather seen a much more toned-down movie and have them in real suits. I mean, I guess Cyborg wouldn't work, but, no, but to actually see Ben Affleck run around in the Batsuit for real, yeah. more would have been fun. As it is, I think even most of the scenes where you see his cape, are they're fake. It's a CGI cape. It's just like, it should be real. Make more real. It doesn't you know? it have to real. flow in the wind that much. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. But then again, you know, yeah. it's supposed to be very stylistic. Yeah. So. But that's that's, style that, that's, that's always a problem with with the blockbusters nowadays. Yeah. It's so it's so much of a problem that you don't really care anymore. Like nobody cares that oh, there's mostly green screen stuff. Nobody yeah, mentioned no, that no when they talked about Endgame or Infinity War that ninety percent of it is shot on green screen because I it's did just the norm. Think of that when I watched when I rewatched Aquaman. I was like, a lot of this movie yes. takes place underwater. How the hell did they film this? Like, it's com- all green screen. Yeah, but like, how did they get the 
the immersion for the char- for the actors like they don't damn they're pretty good for acting against the green <laughs> <Yeah>. screen <laughs> some of so, them most so, of them so, i guess so that yeah so that's like i said it's just it's that's just a general problem with with these kinds of movies yeah. too much cg i do have one kind of big issue with the Snyder uh-huh. cut uh-huh. it opens up for a larger universe. Yes, and I was I was a little annoyed by that, but I kind of understood that. But it, it opens up since a I, lot. Since I liked this one so much, now I understand why people want more Marvel movies all the time. Because you want more of because, the DC. Yeah, I actually liked this one, so I want to see more. But yeah, it is a little... Because they said that, oh, we're going to have Darkseid in this one. Yeah, barely. Yeah. He's like Thanos now. He They were just hinted about him. It's yeah. like, oh, fuck. And they kind of look similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was also one of the... I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the same in the comic books, though, because this is all based on comic book characters. It feels very samey with Marvel in the sense that the, the bad guys are these world-eating giant aliens from another world. Or yes, yes. Whatever and there you want to call it. And from what I understand, Thanos is basically just a haha, I want to kill everything. So Thanos yeah. is still probably going to be the more interesting villain. Because Thanos is a good villain in, in, in Marvel. That's a yeah, good villain. He wants to restore the planet so it can thrive. Yeah, he has a, he has a reason. Yeah. Problem is that he's crazy. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the right way to do it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think we're gonna get that level of complexity with um, Darkseid. No, he wants the uh, the anti-life oh, equation. That's the word. Yeah, this doomsday weapon, I guess. To destroy more worlds. He only talks about the hundreds of thousands of worlds he destroyed. He just okay, wants to destroy, destroy worlds. More. That's all he wants to do. Right. He's a big bully. Yeah, I did like, however, though that. Uh, they actually fleshed out um, Steppenwolf in this one. Yes. First of all, that he's not the main bad guy. He's just a servant of Darkseid, which he technically is in Joss Whedon's version, but they barely mention it. It's too too vague in, in uh, yeah. Whedon's version. You don't realize the, it, to be honest. Yeah, and in, but here in the Snyder Cut, it's what he's basically much. doing is he's trying to get in um, into... Darkseid's good favor again because they, they mention a betrayal that had happened at some point. Yeah. And once again, then people say, oh, but we, we don't know what they're talking about. No, but that's just, that's character building. At one point, he was he was uh, punished for something that happened. Now he's trying to to uh, uh, atone for his, 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 uh, his sins, so to yeah. speak. That's all you need. That's, that's what we used to call character building. Now it's just, oh, it's not enough. We need more lore. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't I, want more lore. I almost, almost think there's too much lore in the Snyder cut. Yeah, it's 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 right on the edge. But I, that's why I think it's it's good. I mean, some of um, the lore I find really interesting. I, I freaking love the Amazons. They're awesome, and I, I yeah, don't mind more we, scenes with them. Yeah, and we, we get the scene where we see them fighting Darkseid on Earth. Yeah, um, that scene was much longer. Yes, and it was it was, but it was exciting. It didn't feel like. It was cut short, which does feel no, that like was in, actually in interesting. Version. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to see a movie about Zeus and and um, no. What's the other one they had there? Uh, Ares. The, the, Ares and um, the girl with the the bow. I'm guessing that's Athena, but I'm not sure. 
No, she's called something else. They mention her arrows later in the movie. Or before that in the movie. It's not no, they Ar- mentioned someone not else's Ar- arrows. Artemis. Artemis. Maybe Artemis? I don't know. Ah, whatever. I, I don't remember my Greek gods yeah. that well anymore. Even though no. they're... That's also one thing that I much prefer with the DCU than with the uh, Marvel Universe. That they ground their history in history. Greek mythology. Yeah. yeah in, in real mythology, so to speak. Yeah. Things that we can actually study that more or less make sense. Because, like, they mention in Wonder Woman specifically, though, is where they have this real history take place. And it just makes it seem more realistic and and valid, (laughs) I guess. When they're talking about gods and monsters, yeah. Gods that we have believed in back in the days. But, I mean, they do have it in Marvel as well. I mean, they have the the, the Acer gods, Asagirdana. True. But Thor and they're Odin. not pre- they're not represented as gods to me. No, yeah, I know, I know. Because Thor doesn't um, seem like a god in the Marvel universe. He just well, he seems like a he doesn't become one god. until the third movie, I suppose. Anyway, um, anyway, um, yeah, but the, at the same time, I wouldn't want to see a movie about Zeus. No, God, like, no, you don't to need get a that prequel kind of, no. about when Zeus and the Atlanteans and humans fought. Um, Get get like a whole movie about that scene. No, no, we got what we needed in that scene. Yeah, and we don't need to see uh, Diana's mother, Hippolyte. I want to say I'm not entirely sure. Hippolyta, Hippolyta. Yeah, that that thing. Something like that. When she and Zeus decides to have a baby, he's like, no, we don't care. No, we just know that she's a child of Zeus. So thank you. Exactly. We don't need to make a movie. We don't need to make a a prequel where we find out why the Atlanteans left. Uh, the world and and went uh, to the sea because they used to be on land. We see that. Yeah. They talk about it here and it's in the backstory of uh, the Aquaman movie. Yeah, they we mention it. A, we don't need to know why. We don't need to know why. That that's all. That's all character stuff. It's there to inform a character. It's not to build a world. You know. Which is why I don't feel like we needed a prequel for Flash or. Well, cyborg sort of in this case. No, it makes no, sense. but that's no, but, but you still need to build the characters. Yeah, but you don't need to have, um, you don't need to ha- give him so much of a reason to be certain things. Flash specifically doesn't need to be fleshed out that much. You can, sure but you he, added, you can have some more. But what scenes. what what did you think was? I don't really understand what was uh, un- uh, unnecessary about him. Well, specifically that scene where he's uh, applying for a job. Like, we already know that he But works. that's to show his powers. Yeah, but we... You can show that in other things. You don't even have to show that until Batman shows up. Or in the uh, the surveillance videos that they watch. So we don't need to see that specifically separately. We can see it as the other characters see it. I don't know. It, uh, I don't know. Cyborg... You, you, need, you, need, you need to have something with him before he joins the team. Why? Because that's the whole thing about building a team. We need to see them separately before they become a team. That's part of the story format. Nah, I think it worked fine in the Whedon version, to be honest. At least for him. Cyborg did need fleshing out it because it yes. makes more with the Mother Cube, whatever it's called. And and the fact that in, in the Whedon version, his powers like spontaneously grow... Yeah, and they and don't he, even he's mention not in control like, of them? how or why until like the f- very final end. Yeah, instead, in instead one, of we... in the Snyder Cut, when he's told that 
you have all these powers, you just need to learn to use yeah. them. And then he learns to use them. Yes. Also, he, he also, definitely got a better arc in this one. Yeah. And the then much needed the, one. The scene with the Flash saving the woman in the car is also partly because, you know, to show him doing something heroic before he's part of the Justice League. I guess. It's, you know, it's a Spider-Man thing where he stops a robbery before yeah. he fights Dr. Octopus. And we have that with Cyborg when he helps that lady get more money, even though it's not like a cool action scene. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's partly that. It's, it also shows that he's awkward and kind of weird around other people. When he stops before saving her, he stops to brush her hair and kind of look at her, which was super... I didn't like that. It was creepy. creepy. That was creepy. <laughs> but I said, okay, fine. To be honest, <laughs> if if you want to have those kinds of scenes for that character, then add one more where you explain like how he obtained his suit. For yeah, example. sure. Because now you're just giving him one random ass scene that it doesn't fit in with anything else. It just shows you that, oh, he's fast and awkward. Mm. But then you get... The next scene where Batman meets him and he's like, oh, you have a spacesuit material? Yeah. It's like, excuse me, how did you get your hands on that? Well, how did you create a suit that you know will work with your powers? Powers that can transcend time and space, I guess? Yeah. Like, how? Yes. Add more. Of course. If you, if you need, if you want to flesh him out, flesh him out properly or don't at all. Sure, and that that is that is, um, uh, yeah, a plot hole. Like, where did he get the stuff from? You you can you can like say, that, oh, he he stole it because he's fast. But show us that that that, 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 is, that is a plot. But then then we went even more. You didn't want any of it. So if if I <laughs> no, I didn't want that scene where he's applying for the job and the car crash. It just seems so freaking unnecessary when you just have that. If you want to have that scene add more or just skip that one and add more instead Ch change it yeah i because i'd rather see how he um finds items he needs for his powers instead of just using his powers like he ruined well, his that's, shoes that's... in that hot dog dog crash scene but they don't they they make a point out of showing us that he ruins his shoes yeah. But then what? No one reacts to the fact that he has no shoes? Or like it just seems that scene just didn't work for me. I just didn't like it. Sure. It made no sense. It was very unnecessary. It makes sense. <laughs> I didn't think so. You can't say it makes no sense. It's <laughs> dumb, but it makes sense. Yeah, okay, fine. It's dumb. Anyway. And anyway. useless. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, whatever. Whatever. I'd rather have that scene than an entire Flash movie. Sure, that's definitely. What, that's what I'm trying to get at. I'd rather have this movie be this long because they have more stuff. Yeah, I don't want an entire movie just with the Flash, which unfortunately I think we're going to get. I think it's yeah, but, planned yeah, in like 2022. But hopefully it's not going to be an origin story because no. we already have that. Yeah. God, I Anyway. Um, <laughs> where were we? Before we started talking about the, that know. flash scene. Isn't that the point of this? That we just go at it and see where we end up? Sort of. <laughs> but I, uh... 
What were we talking there about? There was. Oh no, no. Yeah, we were talking about things we didn't like about the movie. Yeah. See, and that's why I talked about Flash. Brought up again. Because I don't like him. I, I just, I did like the Flash back in the days when the Justice League cartoon was on TV when we were kids. Yeah, I barely remember that. That version of the Flash I kind of liked. This version of the Flash I don't like. No, I like him. Ezra Miller is a good actor. Sure. Don't mind the actor. I just don't like the character. The way they portray him. Isn't he always kind of like, kind of like Spider-Man that he's quippy and says dumb things and is awkward? Sure, but I remember him as being older and more like uh, Deadpool-ish. Well, yeah, of course, because that's... That's later in the Justice League story, so to speak. This is the beginning. So I remember him younger. as being more like Deadpool. Okay, I don't know. It's different interpretations. Yeah. Um. That also question just random that keep kept bugging me. How many different dead thingies are there in the the universe? Because you have Deadshot, Deadpool, D- Dead whatever. Well, many- Deadpool is Marvel. Oh, that's true. There is there is Deadshot. And Deadpool is a joke on Dead, Deadshot. Yeah, but that's then you have Deadpool was But then yeah, in this movie you had Deathstroke. That's the guy. Which is another assassin. I think yeah. those are only death though. Okay. Death and dead. It's just confusing. But yeah, it's me. weird to have yeah. <laughs> just name death, it something else. Deathstroke and I forgot what one. Deadshot. Deadshot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were cool. It was sure. a cool thing to make back then. Um. Go, uh, <laughs> but now, now it feels, I don't know. Kind of lost the momentum. Yes. Well, well, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe, but I never got to the, the themes of Man of Steel and, and Batman vs. Tell Superman. me <laughs> the themes. No, that's my... the whole thing. That's that was the whole that was my whole deal with this discussion. That that they those three work together because they were they were. They were one story, yeah, with with, with themes. But and you I said to that they had, it. you said that they had a specific like, uh, you called it something. Um, every movie had a specific time of that theme, or something. Yeah. you said something like that. Yeah, but there were there were different themes for each movie. There were like different chapters in that's the a word. Story. You used chapters, yeah. Yeah. How so, do you mean? Because because in my head it just seems like the Jesus thing. You. Well, yeah, that, that's that's part of it. That, 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 but he he's always been kind of like a Jesus figure. He's always yeah. been something to look up to, even in the, even in the comics. I mean, he technically follows the life the life thing the the theme the life story of yes. Jesus as yes. well. Specifically, is, these three. He is. Well, he's technically that's kind of fun because Jesus is an immaculate birth. There's no sex involved. Yep. But uh, this version of, of uh, Superman is actually the only child born from uh, uh, actual uh, copulation. All the other children on Krypton are, are born through... Um, uh, they're made, you know. Yeah, and they're, the, the, the way they, they choose. Oh, you're a soldier, you're a worker, yeah. you're a scientist, you know. He's the last, bo- last natural-born child of Krypton. Exactly. So it's the inverse of Jesus, which is kind of, yeah, whatever. Um... And then, yeah, and then that he, um, he, he, uh, he, he grows up to be this, this symbol who then dies for our sins and then is yeah. brought back. Yeah, it's Jesus. We know. And he, he's Jesus. also crucified, sort of. <laughs> sort of, yeah. <laughs> Not literally in this one, but you know, he's, he's 
told he is the one who's done something bad apparently. Yeah. According yeah, and he gets a he's, he gets a spear in him in Batman vs Superman. Oh yeah, that's like, true. He does. Like Jesus did yeah. on the cross. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's the Jesus arc. Okay, cool. That's the Jesus arc. But then there's also the themes. Now, now I gotta try and remember them. Um, so, so, uh, uh, Justice League purpose, finding a purpose. Yeah. Um, which is which is more for the other characters than than him. Um, there's definitely a little bit of purpose in Man of Steel for him. Finding you know finding a place in this world, which he does. He's always felt like he's outside of this world. That's the whole thing with him running around trying to hide in the beginning yeah. of the movie. Um, but then but then also uh, the 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 whole thing with um with him like having to hide his powers until the right time. But letting his dad or his dad. Making him not save him in the tornado thing. Yeah. Um. It's it's that's it's all about like, um. It, it's it's almost it, it's part partly in that's purpose as well, but there's also like a bit of like there's he has a duty to to um. He or he he's giving a, given a duty which he has to perform a task to perform a duty. Um. So that that that's kind of the the. Th- Damn it! I had it before. Now I can't remember it. <laughs> and then, but then in um in uh, the the theme in um in um Batman vs Superman is definitely more of like fear. Yes. But because because Batman is afraid of Superman. Superman he's afraid is afraid, afraid of losing to... the things, the only things in the world that he loves. Yeah. At least so the, that, that's fear. And same thing, Lex Luthor. He fears Superman. Yes. Um, yeah, and there's also a bit of hope in 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 um, or lo- yeah, losing hope. Yeah. But then ho- he he regains hope in the end. That's why he uh, uh, sacrificed himself to save uh, Gotham or Earth, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then ultimately, he uh, all of them struggling. Him struggling in Man of Steel, Batman and Wonder Woman, and him sort of struggling in. In Batman vs Superman, and then Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman, and Batman struggling um, in in Justice League all ends up with them all. Finally, all of them, even though they didn't do it together, all of them, but all of them in the end have found their purpose. Yeah. So I guess ultimately, purpose works for all three because that's what they're working towards. Yeah, but then specifically for Superman, because. Uh, as he mentions in in uh, Justice League, I don't remember if he says this in the um, Whedon version, but in the Snyder version, he's like, "I got a second chance, and I'm not gonna waste it." Because he did, he did just live for the purpose of saving others in the first movies. Yeah, he never lived for himself, really. Yeah, and now he's like, "Well, I did get a chance to redo, and I'm gonna live for myself. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna keep." What I'm I not want. gonna do. I'm not gonna do this because I have to. I'm gonna do it because I want to. Yeah. Yeah. He. F- yeah. So he found his purpose as yeah. well. Um. And that's that's also that's also a, a, a final note on this this whole trilogy of movies, is that it's it's not really plot driven. 
There is a plot there. There's a lot of talking about we have to find this and do that and blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, it is character-driven. Yes. Because that's what we discussed now, that all the, char- the characters are driven because of their, their motivations. They're, they're striving towards something. They're striving towards finding this purpose in, in, in a way that I haven't seen in a lot of other uh, comic book movies. Once again, no. gonna have to mention Marvel, <laughs> where you can. A lot of those movies are character driven, but it's on a more superficial level. Not they a bad always, thing. They always have the bad guy to fight. In this one, they don't always have the bad guy to fight. They have to fight their internal bad guys. They have to fight the oh. the, the system, so to speak. They don't have to yeah. just save that, that person from falling. They have to actually realize that what they do will have consequences and yeah. reactions. And that is that is there in Marvel, but on a on a on a different level. Yeah. It feels like if like I said before, it feels like they're not really telling a superhero story in this trilogy. They're just telling a story about purpose, about hope. That just happens to take place with superheroes. Have to do with superheroes. Oh, you yeah. froze for a second there. Yeah, you too. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I think that was like only on our screen, it. though. That's what I like so much about yes. it. That it's it's not just a comic book movie. It's, no, this could have been about any random else. person in general. Yeah. doesn't have to take place in any of these universes. They don't even have to have superpowers for yeah. any of the story to work. The story, the character story, at least, could have worked without superpowers. And there's, there's once again... Just to, to, to tie it all together, that's where um, that the honesty in the storytelling comes in. Yeah. From from Zack Snyder, he told the story he wanted to tell. It it was it was it was never like a story he told to make you know to to make to make to please an audience. Actually, I mean, to I make... mean that that's also part of it. But if he wanted he had a specific story story he wanted to tell. Yeah. Firstly. To make that even more apparent it's just a tiny detail to be honest but it, it helps to make that more apparent compared to um the joss whedon version they don't have anyone to save specifically yes exactly in snyder's version but in joss whedon's version josh whedon's version you have that random i think the russian, russian family, family. Yeah. they have no purpose except for no, they have no purpose except just for... to show them save people. Yeah, because but... that became a, that became a thing around 2015, 2016. Yeah, because superheroes you have, have to have save scenes people. where you save people. No, you don't. No, because they're already saving the world. Yeah, you don't have to have an audience for that. Yeah, oh, the only thing you don't need is superheroes fighting each other. It should be heroes fighting villains. Yes, which they do here, yeah. and it's fine. Instead of having heroes fighting heroes. That was actually one of my favorite things about Snyder Cut, that they cut out the Russian family, because they made no absolute yeah, sense. Yeah it's, yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> no um, offense to the actors, uh, whoever they are. Whatever, I don't know. <laughs> your characters were, were useless. <laughs> yeah. So, um... I guess, Talking uh, about I g- the movies like this does alter my, my score of the Snyder Cut slightly. Yeah. Because when you see it as a bigger picture, it is a better movie, yes. Yeah. I still have issues with it. I still find it's way too long. It's I I'm I'm gonna I'm like I mentioned before, <laughs> I'm gonna do a commentary track with, with uh Christopher this Sunday. 
So and it's like, oh, I'm gonna have to watch it again. I might watch it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I I would I would watch it again, like any day of the week. That's I how good it was me. Probably try and watch it again to try and watch it more coherently and not while I'm working yeah. and doing other stuff. Yes, yes. Because it, it it didn't quite do it justice, probably. And then then must then then must say something that, um, like I, like I talked with, with him. With Zack Snyder being honest, like his his style, the, the the style that people find so annoying, um, it's it's only annoying if you don't take it seriously. Yeah, yeah, because I've never thing. minded that any of Zack Snyder's movies are long. No, yeah, or like the style, all the slow motion. The slow motion makes sense. Yeah, um, mostly because he wants to paint pictures with his pictures. Yeah, because that's why his movies look so good. And They're very it's also, artistic. Yeah, he he wants to add. He wants to add weight to scenes with slow motion. Yeah. Uh, and that was also a thing, the way they, they cut the action much faster in the Joss Whedon version. Here the action is, is uh, it's uh, it feels more impactful. Yeah, it's more dramatic. Um, it's more dramatic because it is a dramatic story he's telling. Yeah. Why, why shortchange it? Yeah, no. What make it, why make it fast and snappy? I'd rather see something that is... Maybe a little overly dramatic, but, yeah, but that, that's, it, it that's the kind of story weight. they're telling. Yeah, because it adds the weight that you need in this story. Yeah. The punches so, and the, the so, fighting should have an impact. They shouldn't just be cool. Yeah, so the, the, the that annoying, edgy style makes sense now. Yes. Like I said, everything makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, and another thing. Why? Why I forgot to say that. Another thing. Why? Why? Um, why this was definitely he wanted to tell this story, and that this was an uncompromised version of his story, so far as we can tell. First of all, he did this for free. He basically shot an entire movie for free. He took huh. no no salary. Cool. Because he just wanted to make his version of it. See, you're um, doing it for the art, not the money. Yeah, exactly. Once again, that comes up and it helps. It helps. Like it, it wasn't like, oh, sure, I'll make it if you pay me. No, no, he wanted to do this. He said, whatever we can do to keep the budget down. Not even. And some people, some actors and directors, are like, oh yeah, we took a major pay cut because we've discussed this before. Like you can take the minimum wage yeah. for um, for uh, for. Um, the uh, Actors Guild of America and Directors Guild of America, which I think is like four. We mentioned. I think it's fourteen thousand dollars a day. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, what a sacrifice! Oh, minim- yeah. No, he took no money. <laughs> he took no money. He worked for free because he wanted to make this movie. Yeah. And I that's that I once again that says something that means that he's honest about what he's making. Yes. He he wanted to make this. And it shows. It shows, and, and and all those things added, and also the fact, also the fact that Warner Brothers, a- after firing him and saying that his version was unwatchable, <laughs> realized that maybe they made Were a mistake. Wrong? Yeah. Both both because the movie they wound up with was terrible, but also because people, even though they made a terrible movie, wanted them wanted to give them a second chance, like make the movie you were supposed to make. And they listened to the audience, not pandered. They listened to the audience yeah. and made this movie real. Yeah, that is that is unprecedented. 
in in uh, maybe not unprecedented it's happened before i mean but it's, but not it's so this, rare to yeah. see that especially on this level in hollywood yeah, today mm-hmm. it's insane that's why i think this movie even though we might not think it's the greatest movie of all time it is an important movie and it Definitely. needs to be like remembered for this which it probably will be i hope so it's gotten some middling reviews and i once again like i know it's not going to be in every, everyone's like t- taste of kind of movie you know no. it's not going to fit everyone no movie um, does though so but i mean i saw robbie collin who is kind of a pretentious guy he gave it 10 out of 10. Ooh. I was like, whoa, you of all people? I haven't even looked at reviews yet. <sighs> Neither, yeah. no, like, not even, not user reviews or, or any of the um, actual reviews. But I'm giving it a scroll on IMDb for user reviews. 10 out of 10. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's because of all the, the DC fanboys. They're all, they're up in arms. Yeah, I mean, I, I I saw a, a video essay the other day where he ar- he argued good arguments, but ultimately did, I disagreed. He argued that Batman vs Superman is a modern masterpiece, and I was like, no, nah. it's not. I it's wouldn't... too flawed to be a masterpiece. But I get what he was saying. You know? Yeah, but I wouldn't um, say it's a modern masterpiece. No, no. far <laughs> from it. <laughs> but it made sense. And, yes. then, and then we've talked about that before, also. Um, that it doesn't re- it doesn't matter if the movie is flawed, if it at least is honest. Yeah. If it at least tried to do something different. Yes. That's why I think this this works, even though it is flawed. Th- these three movies is one story. They are flawed. Sure. Man of Steel is boring. Batman vs Superman is incoherent. This one is, I guess, too long. <laughs> didn't didn't matter for me, but still. It has some issues. Every movie it has did, issues. It did something. Yes. It tried to do something different. So it's an it's an it's an it's acceptable. Yeah. Despite its flaws. That's that's and this is what I've talked about with indie movies. That's all I want. Just try to do something instead of just doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We've said it a million times. A million times. But now we're saying it or at least I'm saying it. About a blockbuster. Yeah. It's insane. There's this art the f- in this movie. It's not just money. Yes. And that is so rare to see in a blockbuster like this. Specifically the last like 15 years or so. Yes. Yes. To see to see a movie with a purpose other than making money. That to is, see a, a, that is a, unified a blockbuster. Vision. Yeah. That is a blockbuster. Exactly. That's very yeah. important. That is very important. This is, is a blockbuster. A blockbuster. But it's so art. like, <laughs> like I wouldn't put this up against. We're gonna bring that up because it's like the best movie we've talked about this year. Like I wouldn't put this up against Kid Detective. I'd rather watch Kid Detective again. Yeah, because that's that's also it's genuine and honest on a different level because yes. it's a smaller budget. I mean, they're literally like, uh, you know, working for their art. I mean, yeah. he did as well. But it's on a different yeah. level. It is different. Yeah. But it is and there's always more, be the more, more similar than other blockbusters. That's the yes. thing. There, there's always this came very close to be as genuine as a small budget movie. <laughs> yeah, because blockbusters are always going to be blockbusters. Yeah. They're always going to be slightly too much and too big. While indie movies are 
just big enough and you can see the art very yes. clearly. This one, you see the art, but it's slightly too big. Slightly too big. Because it is technically like the at least the third of a th- trilogy, which is too much in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then again, it's four hours long. Well, <laughs> on HBO, when I watched it, it said like 3.52. Yes. That's also, people say that it's four hours long. IMDB it, says 4.02. Yeah, but it isn't. It's 3.52 or 3.54. 3.52. Two, with, with credits. With credits. Or 356. Something like something that. Something like that. It's just below. For, so I'm how, wondering. How did it get 402 on IMDb? Are we missing something in Nordic? Yeah, they, they cut like. They cut eight one scene. <laughs> for some reason. No, I. It might, it might have to do. It might have to do with um, um, the fact that. Uh, it sh- I, don't, I don't think that. It should make a difference, but um, that Europe European movies have a lower f- refresh rate or lower lower European screens. At least that was that way back, back in, in the know, days, but, uh, <laughs> in the old times. That our TVs were fifty hertz, American TVs were sixty hertz. Oh, that's right. So maybe, but that's not a problem anymore because my screens are one hundred and forty-four hertz. So yeah, I don't know. That's the same thing if you look at a movie on DVD and you look at a movie on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, I remember. They're different lengths. Yeah. We made that comparison with The the Dark Knight, I think. Yes, um, and the longer the movie is, the bigger the difference becomes. So maybe... I wonder if it's something to do with... It's a a technical difference? Yeah, probably. Or something? I don't know, actually. It's just a bit odd. I doubt that they've cut anything out for the European no, release. No, If anything, they've shortened the, the black screens between the chapters. Could be. I don't know. I, anyway. that, that's the only thing I can think of, to be honest, if they had to cut anything. <laughs> but they shouldn't have, because it seems unnecessary. Well, yeah. thank you so much uh, for listening. I uh, know there was a long one, a rambling one, but... Um, <laughs> what did you expect from a four-hour-long movie along with the, uh, a bunch of movies before it, so... Yeah, and and and... I'm st- I'm still digesting it because yeah. for me this was a revelatory experience, which sounds weird to say about a Zack Snyder movie. He has movie. been saved. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you liked it, liked it, like it. Please give thumbs up and comments, and we love all that YouTube stuff. And if you're listening to it on another platform, don't forget to give it five stars and the great reviews. Or I don't remember what the scoring things are on the other platforms but you know yeah, but you can like it, like it and follow on Spotify yeah give it five stars on, on iTunes, iTunes and all that stuff check um, out the if, other links on our link tree well yes. your link tree and if you want to support the show um, be sure to hit the subscribe button or check out our Patreon uh, for, a, for a for a small fee you will get Patreon exclusive episodes of the podcast you will get uh, early access to videos, and you'll also help Other us content. Su- sustain the channel and grow the channel. And you could tell us what we will talk about on the next free episode. Exactly. You you get to decide what movies we talk about. But that's going to have to be it. Once yes. again, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. But until then, um, have a good one. Bye. Bye. The Spoiler Cast is produced by Tobias Vidian, executive producer Annika Vidian, 
direction and sound editing by Tobias Vidal. The show is hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Vidal. A big thank you to all our sponsors over on Patreon.com. Rasmus Jonsson, Laura Kinney, Mom and Dad. <laughs>